Welcome to the Niches You. My name is Matt Gottesman at Matt Gottesman on Instagram, and this is my daily podcast where I create short, quick hitting episodes to help you uncomplicate life, creativity, and the pursuit of your highest self. There's only main character energy here. Now let's get into it. Welcome to episode 174. When you operate in your gifts, you don't have to be at the head of the table. For wherever you sit or stand, the table and room will shift. This is a reminder episode. So first of all, I had a post online recently, uh, a series of, of posts in a thread, and I thought I'd like to, to break them down even further to you. Now, some of them have been uh, titles of previous episodes, and we've gone further into depth, but I stitched together a few reminders, especially because of the time of year that it's in. Many of you might be in a state of reflection, or <clears throat> considering being in a state of reflection, it's almost the end of a year, a calendar year, and you're looking back at what's happened this year. Maybe some of you had an incredible year. Maybe some of you had a very uh, transitional year. Maybe some of you had a very tough year. Um, you know, maybe it's been very creative. Maybe it's been very mental. Maybe it's been very uh, stressful. Maybe it's been a little bit of everything. And you're reflecting on the year, and then you're reflecting on maybe what you want for the coming year. So one to that, I say, give yourself a lot of grace. It's very easy to be very tough on yourself. I know this very well. Uh, in any kind of season I've ever been in, I do have that uh, habit sometimes of being very tough on myself. And so I want to remind everybody the same way I have to constantly remind myself, which is to have grace. And I thought this uh post and title and theme was very important to remind you to ground into your talents, your value, your worthiness, your vision, or reestablish the vision to reconnect or connect to start um, and to really remember your unique gifts, your uniqueness. Because it's very easy in a disconnected world, I mean, some are connected, obviously, but in, in, a, in a collective that can be some often disconnecting, that you can separate from your, your, how you feel about your value, your worth, or what you're bringing to the table. And you have to cultivate what you bring to the table every single day, because you bring a lot, even if you don't feel like you are just yet. And the more you cultivate it, the less you will care about who's at the table, even though you'll be honored that no matter where you're at, you know, you'll be honored for the experience, but you won't be concerned with the approval of others at any table. And in fact, the more you improve your own uh, gifts and nurture your path and your marathon, the table will naturally be built around you. And that's what this is all about. So when you operate in your gifts, you don't have to be at the head of the table. For wherever you sit or stand, the table and room will shift. So I'm going to go through each of these posts. First, I'm going to read them all off, and then uh, I'm going to come back, and I want to talk about each of them. So uh, again, some of these you've heard of titles, and they've been longer episodes. I just wanted to thread them all together as a common theme to remind you during this time of reflection as we end a year and move into a new year. And, and no matter when you listen to this, you could be listening to this in the middle of a summer. 
uh, because I always say, you know, you don't wait until a new year to start. You wait until you, you move now. <laughs> you, you don't, I was gonna say you wait until now, but that doesn't, you, there is no waiting. You move now. So here are the posts that I had put up. Your purpose isn't to gain the approval of the world, but to be a light in it. Second, fitting in was never part of the plan. Chasing your purposes that niches you. You guys know how I feel about that one. Number three, you're more than one genre. You're actually a culmination of genres pieced together to form your story. Number four, what you bring in curiosity, commitment, and devotion, the world will receive in value. This is a big one. I love this one. This is one of my favorite quotes I've ever written. It's actually coming up in my book next year, so stay tuned. Number five, when you operate in your gifts, you don't have to be at the head of the table. For wherever you sit or stand, the table and room will shift. Number six, you're not here to play for titles and metrics. You're here to play for your soul. The former seeks validation. The latter seeks freedom. They are not the same. Number seven, surrender to your soul, not society. Your soul knows exactly what you need. Society may not understand, but they're still figuring themselves out as well. And you guys know this. Don't be confused by false bravado and confidence. Real confidence is very calm. Very, very calm. And very uplifting in a lot of ways, too. And then finally, number eight, best thing you can do is learn to move without a crowd. And I'm going to explain each of these and break them down. So the very first one, your purpose isn't to gain the approval of the world, but to be a, a, a light in it. So this is adapted, I believe, I believe it came from somewhere in like Matthew 13, 14 in biblical scripture. Um, but... I basically had said on my description of it, I said that if you chase the world for approval, you'll miss the relationship with yourself, which includes the gifts you came with. And the reason being is uh, other people's approval <clears throat> is can stall your growth because they can't possibly see your entire path, nor all the previous experiences, nor what you're experiencing in real time, nor what your future looks like. You You're missing... You can miss the relationship with yourself if you are looking constantly for approval from others. Now, it's okay to get signs of validation that you're on the right path, of course, but you can't do things for the approval of others. And when I say be a light in it is, your goal ultimately is to show up bringing talents and gifts and they could be anything. And I think that we sometimes get hung up on what is my talent and what is my gift. You actually do know. You may just be devaluing it because it seems so either ridiculous or small or not normal to society or not, you know, what a normal path is. And when you have this relationship with these unique talents, you realize like, wow, you know, there's more that can be done with this. And you'd be surprised. I talk about this all the time. That's the whole point of the niche is you, is that they were designed for you. You were designed in that manner and capacity. Like how amazing is that to know that you were designed for that? So it's like, oh, wait a minute, maybe I should give it even more love, attention and respect and honor. And there's billions of people in this world. If you don't think you can affect 100 or 1,000 or 10,000 from that thing, and I, I stress this, I stress this all the time. You, I mean, that's, I think the beauty of the, the age of the, of information, the internet age is that your ability to be able to connect with people around the world where you're like, I'm teaching them this craft or I'm teaching them this, you know, um, skill set, or I'm teaching them this, which they might not have had access to in a more, you know, structured, systematic society. 
where normally you had to pay just to you know go to that type of a class in a university or whatever it might be, whatever it might be, or you're bringing something new and valuable and a product that helps solve a problem to the world. You have the ability to be a light in it. You are the light. You were made in the light. You were made in the image of the creator. You are made in the light. So operating in your gifts and not out of approval is operating in your light. You're meant to be a light in the world. Now, the second one, fitting in was never part of the plan. Chasing your purpose is the niche is you. I mean, need I say more? This is the entire podcast. You can go back through the, the other 173 episodes. But I, I said online, I said, you're not here to fit in, but stand out from your existence, your service, your gifts, your uniqueness, whatever that is. If you fit in, you are now boxed in. So we talked about this, I think, on a couple different podcasts. If you fit in, you've created a box. So it's, I always find it so ironic, uh, and I get it again, again, again. We just, when we're trying to understand who we are in this world, we want to be seen, understood, felt, known, you know, um, all these things. And it's, I think that's very natural because we're trying to make sense of things. So you're, you're hoping other people can see the things that you're figuring out for yourself as well. It makes perfect sense. But if you rely on other people to fit in or for you to be seen, you can constrict the vastness of who you are. You can constrict a lot of things. And that's why I say like when we're trying to fit in or be with this crowd or do what these people are doing or do all these things, we're essentially limiting the vastness of how far we can go because we're actually boxing ourselves in. So I, I, again, I, I find, and I've talked about this on, on previous episodes where it's interesting, right? When you see people who say like, oh, I want all these things that that person has. I'm like, is that all? And they go, what do you mean? That's a lot. I'm like, mm, is it? I'm like, really reverse your thinking on that. I'm like, if you're only limiting to just those things and they're going to hopefully define you, then you're limiting yourself to just, and again, I know people say, well, but the huge home and the, the cars and the tr vacations and all this stuff. I'm not saying don't have those things. Those things are beautiful. It should be a byproduct of the vastness, not of the limiting. It's very different when you're like singularly focused on just these, these things to define you. Don't do things to fit in and then get the approval of the world. Do things that, uh, you know, emanate your existence and from your service and your gifts and your uniqueness, the world will come to you. The third one, you're more than one genre. You already know how I feel about this one as well. You're more than one genre. You're actually a culmination of genres pieced together to form your story. You're more than one genre. You're actually a culmination of genres pieced together to form your story. I love this one. You're more than one thing, period. Your interests have meaning and guidance to yourself and to others. Now, I repeatedly get asked about the whole niche or niche, whatever you guys like to say, the whole niching and, and I've had several people say, so are you saying like, what, how do you feel about like in business? Um, like, where do you niche? And I said, it, I, I actually got asked this three times this week already. So here's a perfect way of looking at this in business or in any passion that you have. Yes. Niching into the areas you feel like you bring the most value because obviously something that you do, let's take any industry or any skill set. Maybe there's only one or two or three aspects of it that you're like, you know what? This is what I just absolutely love to do within this thing that brings the most value. Yeah, absolutely. You should niche down 
in a particular area for what you want to deliver to others. But if you're talking about the world of you, you are going to be more than one thing. You're going to be more than one interest. You're, you're a, a person with vastness. So I want you to understand that when I say well, you're more than one genre, meaning don't box yourself in to say, well, if I'm just a carpenter, I'm just a carpenter. You're like, no, you're a carpenter and maybe you're, you know, a husband or wife or maybe and, you know, maybe you're also um, a pickleball player or a tennis player or a golfer. And maybe you're also uh, a graphic designer or a writer. You're it's OK. It's OK to be all these things. And again, I get it. We live in a society that asks all the time. And I, I still cringe sometimes. People are like, well, what do you do? And I'm like, ah, shit. And I was like, well. Uh, what do you want me to explain? Like, where, where do you want me to go with that? You know, and it, depending on the audience and the crowd, sometimes I, I limit it and say, oh, I just have a couple of internet companies. Other times I just say, oh, I'm a writer, <laughs> an artist, you know, I, I still, it's still sometimes so hard to say, uh, an, an artist or a writer to, I'm, I'm still owning it. I'm working on that, you know, but, um, I own it very well, but you know, sometimes you just, you get those, those crowds that couldn't possibly imagine the vastness of like everything I'm doing online, you know? Uh, I love you all, but sometimes, you know, the, the, the older generation, I'm like, oh, writer, you know, how's that going these days? You know, it's like they're still thinking that it's like, you know, a few decades ago. <laughs> I'm like, actually, it's going very well. Thank you. You know, let alone that a copywriter is the highest paid person online. But, OK, <laughs> you know, like they don't they don't know, even though that's not my primary focus. I'm just letting you guys know it's 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 funny. Right. But you have to be you have to be. You have to own it and you have to be cool with it and you have to practice it. And so I practice it too. I tell people all the time, like, oh, I'm a writer. Oh, I, I have internet companies as well. You know, I have an education platform, whatever. You tell them all the different things that you do and it's okay. So, but you're more than one thing. In certain areas, yes, niching on to the exact things that you want to deliver in value for that thing. Absolutely. Especially in a service. Um, but as a whole, you're more than one thing. The next one, what you bring in curiosity, commitment, and devotion, the world will receive in value. When you create and are committed to your creativity and building, the world benefits. Also, it removes a lot of your doubt, your fear, your insecurities, your uh, lack of confidence, your lack of direction, your lack of clarity, right? When you create and are committed to your creativity and building, the world will benefit. Everything about being in your natural curiosity and then being committed to creating from that and devoted to building the world receives in value and you have a life. I don't even really want to say much more than that because this one to me is so powerful. I, I absolutely love it. And you have to read more about it in the book, but it's one of my favorite quotes that I've ever written. And, um, you know, it's, it's actually that simple. How do you get out of your head? Get into creativity. The next one, when you operate in your gifts, you don't have to be at the head of the table for wherever you sit or stand. The table and room will shift. Cultivate your gifts and create your own path. That's where the head of the table is. You don't need to be invited to others. Build your own and invite others to your table. But I will say, when you operate in your gifts, what happens is there's a certain level of magnetism that no matter what room you are in, people genuinely are curious about what you're doing because not only are you very much in your own gifts, it emanates differently. There's a, there's a subtle, quiet confidence about it. There's a happiness and a passion about it. People are very attracted to that. So you can get people of all different businesses and interests and, and things like that asking you more and more about your things. And so it doesn't matter if you're at the head of the table trying to command attention. 
you're commanding attention from simply your 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 existence and your confidence and your gifts and having fun with what you're doing that's the like a lot of ways this is the solver of a lot of your maybe the anxiety of fitting in or the anxiety of not you know of, of approval or all these other things again if you go back to that one where i said what you bring in curiosity commitment and devotion the world will receive in value when you create and are committed to your creativity and building the world benefits this is kind of in tandem with that because when you're when i'm in constant creation so part of the way that i deal with you know when i say that i'm in different rooms where i say oh i'm a writer i'm this i'm that um you know i actually do get a lot of people who also ask you know wow like how'd you get into that like how does that work you know all these different things or when i talk very heavily about the internet and how far i've um expanded online in the last 20 years and like how'd you figure this stuff out how do you this how do you that it becomes very cool conversation so we may be as an individual sometimes hard at telling people what we do but don't be afraid to do it because if you love your gifts practice relaying them and others will actually surely ask you about them and if you're in the wrong room it's okay too one of the things that i've noticed at any time and it's rare but when i end up in a, a wrong room i simply just um ease up on my own energy and ask a lot more questions about others and just get genuinely interested in their path and i know to i note to myself about that room that i probably won't be in again <laughs> you know but for the time being i make i make it uh i make it um you know, as worthwhile as possible. Let me, let me, let me squeeze anything out of this experience that I possibly can get and maybe still bring, be a light in this world. So if others don't get me, that's cool. Let me find ways to help um, them and, and, and them feel uh, understood and feel listened to. And so I ask a lot of questions, right? And then the uh, last few, you're not here to play for titles and metrics. You're here to play for your soul. The former seeks validation. The latter seeks freedom they're not the same i say it all the time titles and metrics are just branding and they can keep you in a box if you're not careful your soul has a bigger purpose for you and that's really it be careful of titles and metrics they're they can be limiting are you just the ceo no you're more than that are you just these numbers congratulations you know you hit a million dollars or congratulations like you know you um you know uh, any metric pick any metric you hit this goal but you're more than that. And your soul is much vast, much more vast than that, right? Surrender, the next one, uh, number seven. Surrender to your soul, not society. Your soul knows exactly what you need. Society may not understand, but they're still figuring themselves out as well. Don't be concerned with everyone else's marathon. They're still trying to figure themselves out and what's going on and who they are. Your, your soul over society is very important again this goes back to the very first post which is to be a light in this world trust in yourself and in your soul and you will be a light to others versus relying on others to try to understand you you help others understand more about them the more you understand about you that's why everything and everyone is a mirror and while everyone in everything while everyone is trying to give everybody you know advice do this do that you know and, and everybody's protesting and fighting and all these different things i'm like yeah but if you were actually just really working on yourself and having this relationship with yourself and bringing the light out that way we would all be mirroring each other I mean, what a, an amazing notion that is. We solve the world's problems by doing that. 
And then finally, best thing you can do is learn to move without a crowd. Learn to move at your own pace in your path and on your time and God's timing, really. This is a marathon and it's your marathon. And when I said move without a crowd, again, we want to be very individual in our thinking because we want to have this individual relationship with ourself, our soul, our intuition, our guidance, God, our knowing. We want to be rooted and grounded in who we are from an internal state. So we reflect it outwards as a light versus relying on the world to give us definition. And I will leave it at that. <laughs> so in totality, when you operate in your gifts, you don't have to be at the head of the table. Wherever you sit or stand, the table and room will shift. I appreciate you guys for tuning into each and every single episode. Thank you, as always. Please continue to leave those written reviews, uh, as well as five stars on Apple and the five-star rating on Spotify. If you need any assistance, look in the show notes. There is a free clarity workshop in there. There is also a recommended book list and one of my first signature master classes on um, creativity and scaling it, your creativity and niching you, not not niching other things, but niching you and then scaling online, having more of a voice, check that out. Uh, and then there's also links to other episodes. I appreciate you guys. Thank you as always. And until next episode, I'm out. All right, that's it. We'll stop there for right now. I hope you found this helpful and applicable in some way. I want you to remember, you do not need to fit in and you certainly do not need to fit into some category or title nor be put into some box. The niche is you. It always has been. Please share this with a friend and be sure to leave a rating and review. Your feedback means everything to me. And also, thank you for listening and supporting me. If you're new and you want to receive these the moment they come out, please text me 480-530-7352. Text me podcast. I promise to only send you the good stuff. Thank you. And until next time, I'm out.